Hey everybody, welcome back to Disney Inside Out with your host, Ryan. In one month, we get to go back under the sea with the new live-action reimagining of The Little Mermaid. I can't wait! I'm so excited for our guest today. We have New York Times bestselling author J.L. on the show. Jay just released an original prequel novel to the Little Mermaid live-action film called Against the Tide. Jay talks to me about what it was like to create the book and the joy of writing about everyone's favorite Little Mermaid, Ariel. Take a listen. Hi, Jay. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you're here because I've I've said on the show many times, like, I'm a huge Little Mermaid fan. And I'm so excited for the new Little Mermaid live action, as I know you are as well. To get to have somebody on to talk about it and to talk about your book, I'm so excited. But I just want to do a little gushing about the Little Mermaid movie. What are you most excited for the live action or anything you're hoping for or anything you're excited to see? I am super excited to hear this soundtrack. I feel like that's sort of what lives on in a Disney movie forever is this is the, are the songs. And Hallie is such an incredible vocalist, yeah. um, the actress that they cast for Ariel. So I'm very excited to hear that. And I know some things about the film. And so I'm excited to like see the things I know, like with my own eyes, yeah. if that makes sense. Totally. And so we're recording, you know, we're recording today. It's exactly one month for the movie's release. They did just put out, I just saw it before we jumped on, they released Hallie's full part of your world on Spotify. You can listen to the entire thing. Yes! And it's beautiful. She's beautiful. So I want the audience to get to know you a little bit before we go into Against the Tide. Uh, could you sort of talk about when did you realize you wanted to become a writer? I didn't realize that writing was like a job. <laughs> and then eventually, like I've always loved to read. I knew books existed, but I never really thought about how they existed. Yeah. Books just seemed to be there forever. <laughs> um, and I remember in 2018, I had a story come to me, an urban fantasy story. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to write this. And I, I literally had... Ryan, I had no idea which way was up, but I just knew I had a story, an idea in my head, and I was like, I want to tell the story. And so it really just started from there. I just started typing, and I kind of cut my teeth on that novel, I like to say. Um, I did a lot of revising and editing and all of those things, but that was sort of the beginning. Against the Tide is my fourth novel, published novel. So um, it's been a bit, but it really all just started because I, I had an idea. What? books or authors have had like a great influence on you or any any favorites or people you've looked up to in the business we don't have enough time for me to <laughs> list those names to you um but i can say a few people that have really inspired me just in general as an author both in the fantasy space um in the sort of disney princess space <laughs> and in the contemporary space actually too because i write a lot of character driven fantasy and I feel like contemporary novels sometimes do the best character work because it's like, well, you have no magic. So how are you going to keep me interested? You have to make really interesting characters. So I think contemporary novels are really good at that. But um, a few of those names would be Nick Stone, Danielle Clayton, um, Melissa De La Cruz, Zoraida Cordova. Um, they're, the list is long, but those are the few that Lee Bardugo, huge, huge, huge inspiration. Stephanie Garber, another one of my favorite. And actually, I'm a, I'm a huge like thriller obsessed writer if you can so like i read anything mcmanus writes i love jess goodman i love um 
Alison Gerber, who has a thriller coming out for younger readers. So I combine sort of all those flavors into my novels. Like I write fantasy, but there's going to be romance a la Stephanie Garber. There's going to be, oh, I really love Carrie Maniscalco too. Um, there's going to be like a thrillery vibe, like a myster- mysterious thrillery vibe because I find that so compelling when you're going through a story. It just, it forces you to turn the page and say one more chapter before I go to sleep. So I try to take all those components from, from different genres really and fold them into fantasy. And the mystery thriller element is definitely in against the tide. There were so many times and I was like, all right, after this chapter, going to take a break. And I was like, Maybe I'm just going to read the next one. (laughs) I win. (laughs) That was so the goal. Those chapter endings. One of my favorite authors for chapter endings is Alexa Dunn. Um, She's the author of The Ivies, which is one of my favorite thrillers as well. And I'm telling you, you're reading those chapters and you're like, okay, all done. And you get to the last sentence, never fails. And you're like, yeah, I'm definitely doing one more. (laughs) It's a skill. I love it. Exactly. Now, uh, you mentioned like... um, looking up to people in the Disney princess world space. Like tell us about, you know, Disney, tell us about that. Tell us about Disney princess. So Melissa De La Cruz does a lot of IP um, and writes different um, intellectual property to, to spell it out for um, people like Disney. Nick Stone has done um, IP for Marvel in the black Panther universe. And so I look at those authors ability to create Canon inside of existing Canon, which is an entire magic. I'm convinced because it is very different writing your own novel versus writing inside of a universe. Um, I look at Daniel Jose older, who has done a lot of star Wars books. Um, those are sort of inspirations that, that, um, Made me feel like literally, literally when I talked to Disney about this book the first time, I immediately called Daniel and I was like, oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? And and he had such good wisdom because he's done, you know, several Star Wars books. And I called Nick and Nick has done three that I know of, Shuri novels for Black Panther. And so they just had so much wisdom about how to have fun with it, but recognize that it like this is a project that like people already have ideas about and like readers and viewers already love these characters. So, so you're not working with your own, in your own sandbox, you're working in someone else's sandbox, but you still kind of get to put your mark on it um, in true good dinosaur form, make your mark. So I tried to make my mark um, with against the tide by, by giving it a little bit of JL flavor um, and weaving in some of those tropes that I love. Well, I think we should jump into Against the Tide because I do think it captures everything we love about Ariel and the world, but it has your flavor in it. And it also introduces this new imagining of this new world we're getting with the movie. And I was so fascinated by this. It is, I don't want to say too much about the story because I want people to read it because there are so many surprises. It's a prequel and it's it's kind of, we have the animated movie prequel trilogy. We sort of have those three Little Mermaid movies. This feels like the launching of a whole new story. And the prequel you've created, we get to see Ariel meet some characters we know, some places we are familiar with. And you're like, oh, that's how she discovers that. And it's there's so many great moments like that. You've done such a great job of, of defining this new world of Ariel. And... Even the other books that have come out, I've noticed there's a a common thread with other books, like there's a guide to merfolk book. And 
everyone's very consistent. The world feels very developed and it's it's just very consistent. But your book, I just want to know, how did you approach creating a new story for Ariel? Like you said, it's a character that we all know and love. How do you kind of come up with a story for Ariel? It was a lot of... Um... I'll be really honest. So Disney's, my editor that I worked with, I've worked with too. Disney, and then of course, Disney has the studio. They did an incredible job of really rallying around making sure that this story that we're trying to tell um, fed into the movie. And there were, I mean, obviously they know a lot more about the movie and all of that because really I'm excited for people to be excited about Against the Tide. But I'm even more excited for people to be excited about the movie. (laughs) So that's kind of what it all circles back to. And I think through the editorial process, it was really encouraging to be working with a team who was able to say, like my editor, for example, who's incredible. Her name is Holly. uh, She was able to to show me areas in the manuscript. She was like, well, one of the things that people love about Ariel is her curiosity. So like, don't be afraid to sort of explore, like, where did her curiosity come from? And like, why is she so curious? And what did she discover that really nourished that curious, curious spirit? And so my editor was just so good at like stoking ideas in my brain. And then I would just take that idea and run with it. And she was really great at um, helping me keep Ariel sounding like Ariel, because, you know, again, Ariel is a specific character in our minds. And so I wanted to put some of JL's flavor on her, but I wanted her to be recognizable to people who love her. So it was really, um, it was really a collaborative effort. I could not have put this story together without the incredible team at Disney and, um, to start the process, for example, they gave me a lot of autonomy, which was nice. They asked me if I could um, tell a story that involved her sisters. And I was like, okay, I think I can do that. Which sister? And they were like, all of them. And I was like, wait, in one book? Okay. Um, <laughs> so it was it was intimidating a little bit because seven sisters is a lot of sisters to keep straight and to give unique personalities. So I tried like random things. I was like, well, let me lump these two together. These two can be best friends. This one will be the partner in crime. This one will be the sister nobody ever hears from. And so I tried to make memorable, you know, moments for each of them so that it didn't feel like so many names and different people. But I started with that idea. And then part of, I obviously can't say anything about the film, but I was inspired by pieces of, um, what I, what's coming in the movie to give each of those sisters their own flavor. And so um, my, again, my edit, my editorial team was very helpful in helping me like with descriptions of characters. And then really just like, I wanted to lean into where these characters came from. I wanted to take the reader to new places um, to explore parts of the ocean and to really capture kind of the spirit or at least my take on the spirit of, of the film. And so you get a lot of diversity in this book. You get a lot of um, just exploring new places and going new places in against the tide. And I think, I just think it was, um, 
it was just a really empowering experience writing it. I didn't, I didn't feel stifled in any way. And I think that sometimes that's not the case with IP. Sometimes it's like, well, you have to write a very narrow, or sometimes they'll give you the plot. You are like, you have to write this story. And you're like, but I don't know how to tell that story. And I didn't really deal with that. You know, they let me sort of vomit to my version of this sister story out. And then they came in and they were like, well, this, this really works well. Let's enhance that. This doesn't fit as much. What do you think about maybe reworking this in this way? And it was just incredible. And so I, you know, lots of refining, lots of editing, lots of pushing the world building in places where I could. Um, that is how we arrived at this, at this final product, which I'm super excited by. One of the big themes I took away is it's really a story about grief and loss. The book touches on something that's not really explored before with Ariel and her sisters and King Triton, her father, which is the loss of their mother. And we really get to see in this book how each of those sisters deals with the grief differently. And you you realize kind of what it's done. And again, we don't want to say too much because you just want to read it. But I just love that you sort of brought that in. And was that was that an idea that you brought to the table? Yes. So really the only direction they gave me was we wanted to focus on our sisters. And one of the questions I will say that my editor gave me that was sort of a guiding light through this story. And I went back and told her this later and she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that stuck with you so hard. Totally stuck with me. She said something to the effect of um, what gave Ariel the confidence to break the surface of the water in the film? Like how did she become that girl? And I was like, hmm. And so then I was sitting with these sisters and I was like, okay, so confidence, the sisters in the film, like when I think about the cartoon, you know, you get that little glimpse of the sisters and they seem very like chummy with each other and very friendly. There's no mention of a mother. And I'm like, so they've all gotten over their grief. And then I was like, well, when did they get over their grief? Like, where is the mom? (laughs) Can we talk about this? Is she alive and tucked away? Is she dead? And so I was like, can I explore this? And they were like, yes, we love it. And so I decided to take Ariel on a journey of trying to help. You know, Ariel has that helping spirit, trying to help her sisters and then inadvertently helping herself and her entire kingdom, essentially, because that's who that's who our girl is. What do you want readers to take away from this new story, your book? What are you hoping sits well with, you know, what do you want people talking about? You know, the film. (laughs) I'm just so excited about the movie. I can't even, Ariel was my favorite princess as a kid. Uh, The Little Mermaid was, these. those are the songs that I like hummed through childhood into adulthood when I had my own kids. I would literally hum them and I'm not a good singer, hum them to like my baby and my tummy. Like they are nostalgically precious to me. And so to be able to go back into this world again, and I can't say obviously what about the film specifically I'm so excited about because obviously no spoilers, but I am so excited that this new rendition exists and all that it represents and all that it shows. Um, it is. It was truly just an honor to be a part of it at all. Um, I'm so grateful for that. But I, I guess if I had to say what I want, I, number one thing I want people to read this book and be chomping at the bit. I want them buying movie tickets the minute they finish yeah. this. Go get your movie tickets, number one. Number two, I want them to see themselves as a Disney princess. Mm. I don't want them to feel like, oh, well, that film is where 
I can find myself or that other Disney princess, you know, is where I see myself or it's in this particular princess that I see myself. I want them to look in the Little Mermaid uh, universe as a whole and I want them to see that they have a place in it. I'm just so thrilled. I'm so thrilled that it's out in the world. Do you know that I sold this book and had to keep it secret for so long? I can only imagine. The two-year anniversary of me signing on to do this project is Friday, <gasps> April 28th. Wow. Like, it was a secret for so... It was a secret until Teen Vogue unveiled the cover. Yes. And so it was just so hard to keep it a secret, but I'm so excited the news is finally out there. I got mine from Target, and it was the only one on the shelf. So, so they definitely um, sold quickly in Target. So there's the regular edition, which you should be able to get anywhere books are sold. And then they have Target has an exclusive edition. It's pretty much, they're very similar. There's a Q&A in the exclusive edition between me and my editor, Holly. And then the difference in the covers is just that they're on different papers. So the Target exclusive is actually on a metallic shimmery paper, which is very pretty. And then the regular edition is also on this beautiful, like, almost suede cover. So like you, I have both of them because like you can't go wrong because they're, they're stunning. But yeah, they, they they have been flying off shelves, which has been incredible. To wrap it up, I want to ask you two questions. One is, I feel like I might know the answer. What's your favorite Disney film? I won't cheat and say Little Mermaid. Why don't I pick a second one? I would say my second favorite like childhood classic is probably The Lion King. That was the one I was super obsessed with. The, just the colors and that. Remember that that sunset over the savannah? It was like rainbow sky. It was like, where is this place and can I live there? Yeah. I was obsessed with Nala as yeah. a kid. Like I used to like crawl around my house and roar like a lion. It was a whole thing. Ooh, so <laughs> may- maybe in the future we can get a you know a Lion King book or something. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we can't confirm or deny. Right. Uh, and then. If you are a Disney theme park visitor or if you've been, do you have a favorite ride? Disneyland, Disney World, both? I have not been in a very long time, so I don't have a favorite ride. But if I had to choose between Florida and California, I'd say my favorite is Florida. So that's Disney World, right? Yeah. I'm hoping to go again this summer. My kids have never been to a Disney park. I was waiting until the youngest was old enough to appreciate it and could actually ride some rides. So we're there now. So the plan is to go go to Disney World this summer. So it'll be fun to be there like after the film is out. My yes. book will be there, I'm sure, in the bookstore. So it, anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited to just live in this world. I feel so fortunate. I'm so grateful that Disney entrusted me with this and, and just that you all are loving it. Where can everyone find you, follow you? I am online at author, A-U-T-H-O-R-J-L-J-E-L-L-E on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much, Jay, for coming on and telling us all about Against the Tide. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. You guys are going to love this movie. Thanks for listening, everyone. Follow Jay on Instagram at AuthorJL and be sure to check out Against the Tide. It is the perfect book for any Little Mermaid fan. And of course, go see the movie in one month when it premieres on May 26th, only in theaters. If you love the show, give us a rating review and check us out on Instagram at Disney Inside Out Podcast. See you real soon.